They're the boys in the back room. We have a guy who works in the back, Eric Jones. He's the big German. Be nice to Marvin. He'll be taking your call today. Chat row, Tyler, the moderator, handling the duties there. A couple of weeks ago, Dylan was getting us breakfast. Now he's doing graphics on this program. You know who? Blame Mario. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, the uh, backroom guys are not allowed to eat until 12.15. You're now listening to the 12.15 Club. Welcome back to another edition of 12.15 Club. It is Ariel here in the mic, joined by all the boys in the back, most of the boys in the back, all the 12.15 boys to say. This week we're doing things a little bit different. We're not in the same room. We're actually Zooming, um, trying to... You know, step up our social distancing here at the Dan Patrick Show. We've moved some seats around. If you don't, I know some people have seen, haven't seen Tyler sitting next to Eric in his usual spot. He's sitting in a different spot. Like I said, we're trying to ramp up uh, the social distancing with some spikes in the area. Uh, Eric, you have anything on that? Yeah, I would just say as we kind of think about seeing the cases go up and trying to figure out a way to make sure that there's no, um, you know, everyone being smart at home, but just adding that social distancing. So Tyler has his own room now. Uh, Mario, you have your own room now. And uh, yeah, my own office, like kind of, it's a room. Let's not call it an office. (laughs) And, uh, and then Marvin uh, also moved. He, him and Alan were together and he has his own room now. So we're pretty much all split up. Um, Dan G and Rob are the kind of newest members of the team. They're still together, but they're, um, they're split apart. They're about 10 feet apart or something like that. So, um, but yeah, just kind of trying to be smart and do our best to be able to keep the show, the DP show uh, coming at you uh, throughout all this craziness. Yeah. I mean, I, the only reason we bring it up is because I've seen or I've heard that some of you guys have asked. So I'm just to answer some questions, a little housekeeping uh, here, just to say. Um, so we had a good week. Fritzy, I got to say, I think he killed it this week with the guest list. Uh, we had a couple NFL quarterbacks on, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, uh, Matt, Matt Ryan today. We had Dave Roberts, uh, you know, World Series winning manager. Uh, so I think he really, really did a good job uh, this week. One sound that stands out to me or one interview that stands out to me um, was from Josh Allen. And it was because more so because of Dan's reaction to something. So let's take a listen to that. I was just thinking about this with the pistachios. When you go to market, you just call them Josh's nuts. <laughs> trust me we've thought about that yeah yeah i mean come on who doesn't want josh's nuts <laughs> <laughs> you're speechless i, I don't know I, <laughs> I i need them so i mean that really resonated with me because that's exactly how dan is around the studio um when he's you know off air behind the scenes he kind of goes around making a lot of jokes with the guys um, I heard him, He, you know, you kind of know when you're in good graces with Dan, when he comes to the back and he says something like, people hate Mario, and he sings this kind of song along with it, and you're like, people hate me, but in, in the same sense, you know, all right, Dan, I'm cool with Dan right now. Uh, Eric? Yeah, that. although I'll say for Tyler this week, uh, Tyler moved, and um, I thought it was funny, Tyler. Um, Dan just popped his head and goes, nobody likes Tyler, and then closes the door on him. And I was like, so now that's a new version of the song. So I don't know if uh, you know that's kind of reaction to Tyler's date with him last week, or I'm not sure. But uh, no, Dan is <laughs> Dan's super loose, and uh, it's, it's kind of funny to me how 
and we've talked about this a little bit on the show, but like even I think sometimes like when Dan has breaking news, I think it helps him to be goofy right before it's going to happen. So like just uh, the other day, I think it was on Wednesday or no, no, it was yesterday, Thursday yesterday, yep. when um, he had that breaking news. I mean, he was in the back and we're just talking about, you know, what's Alan cooking and, you know, he's given Penny a treat like two minutes to air and just, you know, kind of going crazy. And it's I think it helps him to um, kind of separate himself from what's about to happen. Um, but he is super loose and there's, um, the DP after dark show, uh, could be interesting. <laughs> that would certainly be interesting. Dan and Todd. Um, but, but that, but that's one, <laughs> that's one of the good things or one of the fun things about working here. Everybody, you know, Dan Patrick, he's the hall of fame sports broadcaster, uh, movie star, everything, you know, he has all these things on his resumes, but when you strip it down to what it is, he's kind of just one of the guys, just like one of us, he makes the same jokes that we all make. Uh, he's super silly, super goofy, uh, and it kind of sets the tone around here. When it's time to get serious, absolutely he gets serious. Um, but for the most time, he's silly and he's kind of loose, and it kind of sets the tone for the rest of the guys, which is you know makes it a fun atmosphere to work in. Um, there was another thing that I took away from the Josh Allen interview, and it was uh, when Dan asked him which NFL quarterback would make for the best farmer. Here's that sound. I think Herbert would be a pretty good farmer because he's, he's, he's a marine biologist, right? And I think he would kind of get some of that stuff. So um, I don't know about that. Maybe Nick Foles. You know what? I take back Nick. You know, he's got a great relationship <laughs> with God. And, you know, the rain would come for – I mean, he, he'd be raining all sorts of places for him. So um, It would rain 40 days and 40 nights, Josh. Exactly, exactly. So I take that back. He'd probably be the best one. Um, I'm, I'm going with Sam. Um, you know, Sam, he's a SoCal kid. He's a beachy guy. I, I've seen, uh, I don't know if he'd survive on the farm. Sam Darnold wouldn't. Yeah. Taking a shot at my guy. So I'm a Jets fan. Sam Darnold. Oh, Sam Darnold always just, just not having a great year. Uh, Dylan. You know, we just make fun of Mario for being a Jets fan the rest of the time. <laughs> I was going to say your Sundays must be pretty open, huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not doing much on football Sundays. is a cursed thing in the Mario <laughs> I have household. Most- I have multiple fantasy teams just to try to stay happy on a Sunday, and that's not even working out this year. Um, so, but that question specifically had me thinking, and the guys have talked about this a little bit, um, but which one of the Danettes do you think would make for the best farmer? Um, I feel like there's one that everybody would say is not, but I have a reason why maybe he may be a decent farmer. I'll go last. Uh, Dylan? Okay, well, I mean, the obvious answer for worst is Todd, because okay. as ev- there's a mountain of evidence that shows that he can't start a fire with a lighter. He doesn't know <laughs> how to use a broom, so he probably can't rake or use like a hoe or anything like that. And I mean, you know the rest, but um, maybe I mean, maybe I I was thinking about this, so I said maybe McLovin for the best purely because he's a nerd and like all the scientific aspects of um you know like farming and gardening he'd probably be able to nail down maximize yields so i'm going with mclovin you kind of strike me as a farming guy with just some of the terminology you use there don in a past life maybe did you do that while you were studying abroad in the bahamas yeah i was farming (laughs) there actually was a farming thing but i didn't do any of that eric so i would rank todd last because 
um, there's, I remember the story from Todd at uh, one of the movie tapings where they were cold outside and Todd did nothing to help himself. So I can imagine if he needed to sustain himself, he would just stand around and wait for someone else to come out. Um, if Polly were to have to farm, I think he would only grow trees just so he could take pictures of the leaves in the fall. <laughs> um, I think McLovin, he could figure it out, but I do not think it would come natural to him. Seton, uh, ha- I know he has gardens at home, so I think he's kind of used to some of doing some of that. He has vegetable gardens and flower gardens. So, And I think he does all a lot, if not all of his own like home maintenance, and I don't think mm-hmm. any of the other guys are like that. So I think he would be the best kind of – I don't know if this is a survivor game or not, but I would vote him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it would necessarily be a survivor game, but I think um, – I think – I don't – Fritzy – Mm. But there's one thing about Fritzy's personality that I think may give him a shot and may or may not. I don't know. It's his persistence. Like he is the most persistent person I've ever come across. And maybe, maybe there's a, an aspect that he wouldn't give up or he would try until he didn't give up because of his persistence, Eric. Do you think he would be passive aggressive with the plants like he is with his emails? Like Absolutely. I'm sure you guys are going to get pollinated tonight, right? <laughs> So one of the things that Todd does regularly, and it's I think it annoys all of us. We love Todd. Todd's probably the nicest person in the studio. But one of the things he does is he sends emails and he says passive aggressive things like, um, so, you know, for example, you have to have, I have to do a prep on some of the guests and he'll go, I know you're going to have Matt Ryan ready uh, by in five minutes. It's like, Todd, yes, you talked about it 15 times uh, through text yesterday with me. It's ready. I know you're going to put the scoreboard up at 7, 10, 15. It goes up at 10, 15 every single day, Todd. Like, this is not – I hate the – I know you have to. Marvin? Yeah, I'm with you completely. It's one of those, hey, Marv, I know you have the articles ready for him as usual. <laughs> I'm like, Todd, and, and it's like, like you don't have to say that. It's like if you know it, then why are you saying it? Well, why are you even bringing this up? Dylan? Yeah, I mean, if you say as usual, that sort of implies that usually <laughs> it happens. Then um, I just wanted to add into the Todd being the worst farmer thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, like he Todd would starve to death within a week being on a farm with however abundant of amount of food there was. I just think if he had to like cultivate any of it himself, he would just kind of sit there and wither away. Uh, Eric. Let's not forget that whether he grows the food or not, he still would have to cook it, which means he'd have to light a fire. He'd have to be able to use cooking utensils. He'd have to clean afterwards. So um, I think Todd has no shot if he's on a farm, especially if he's by himself. I'll tell you one thing, whether or not he has a shot or he he does or he doesn't, I'd love to see that. That'd make for like great reality television. I bet Todd's on farmers only, but that's probably about (laughs) as close as he's getting. (laughs) I'd Ooh, love God. to see. I'd love to see him do just something on a farm, anything. I don't know. Well, not anything. Let me let me take that back. Um, speaking of Todd, we had uh, Halloween. So today's not Halloween. Tomorrow's Halloween. We celebrated a little bit earlier to uh, early this week. Uh, Alan made his little spooky mummy meatball or uh, meatloaf situation. Made ribs. Alan did a great job with Meat Friday this week. Um, but a tradition unlike any other was Todd did his Halloween sports names, which typically are the same names every year. So we started off the segment playing some of the names he did back in 2017. Here was that. 
Boo Weekly. Oh, God. Oh, no. DeAndre Goolsby. I'm not sure who he is. That came up somewhere. Evil Knievel. I think that's a good one. Remember Evil Knievel? He jumped up. Candy Maldonado. Yeah, Candy Maldonado. <laughs> Duffy Dyer. Snickers Johnson from the LPGA Tour. Frankie Musketeer. No, no, no. Jack Youngblood. Frank Gore. Frank Gore is the best. We love Every Frank year. Gore. Every year. This is it. Dave Casper. The friendly ghost. Dave Casper. Adam Graves. Does anybody recognize any of those names? I think I recognize two names that are current players, which were Frank Gore, which he should, he probably, you know, he's been in the league for like 27, eight years. Um, and then DeAndre Goolsby, I think he was a tight end with Florida, with the Florida Gators uh, at that time. I don't know if he's in the NFL now. Dylan? Um, Adam Graves, Rangers legend. Is he in the league anymore? I'm not a big no, no. guy. I, I don't understand. <laughs> He's no longer in anywhere near the NHL. I mean, Todd's Todd's like limit of those sports. He caps off. Like, I think like 1986 is like the last year for Todd in terms of <laughs> names that he has logged in his mental Rolodex. How did I mean? Why did we even play the 2017 Halloween names? I mean, it's like three years ago, Eric. Yeah. So the workflow for the archive clips. So Rob is, um, I guess. He's still been here short enough time to call him an intern. Um, but uh, yeah, so he put on about 10 clips onto the server. He chooses them the day before and gets them ready to put them on the server in the morning. So one of the clips he put on was that clip. It was a little bit longer uh, of the clip. And uh, I watched it and I was like, you know, I was like, well, Todd's going to probably do this exact same list today. And so I was like, all right, well, it's going to be kind of weird. So at first I was like, well, I should probably ask Paul or Dan if they want me to play this or just let it happen naturally and I was like wait a second what if we set Todd up and then cut him off and just play this old clip and so I said to Paul I asked Paul and he's like oh that's great so that's what we did but then it kind of didn't work because then Fritzy had like 30 new names which he never does he always only has the same list so yeah. it kind of didn't actually work the way I thought it was going to work and I think Paul thought it was going to work but um it did uh, generate some new names today that were Good, bad, and ugly. All right, so let's listen to the bad ones first. How many new ones do you have? I think I have like maybe like thirty new ones. Oh, twenty. I, I can go quickly with. I rip. I don't know if we're gonna fit through it in one minute. Okay, we got uh, Doug Jolly Rancher. Remember Doug Jolly? You know Doug Jolly. Okay, um, Joey Bats Batista, Gory Seeger, World Series champion. Mm, Gory man, Seager. That's bad. Really? Yes. Boogeyman Cousins. Boogeyman Cousins. Michael Head Stonebreaker. Michael Headstone Breaker is the way I should have said it. Michael Headstone Breaker. The oh. former Notre Dame linebacker. Carrie okay. Williams. I think he played for the Giants a while back. Carrie, like Sissy Spacer. So, I mean, my impression of these names was that you can't change them. Like, the guy's name is Corey Seeger, not Glory Seeger. You got to find a name that fits with a Halloween. Eric? Well, and even worse than that, I was like, he just kept adding words in the middle or at the end to make it mean something. I was like... What are you doing? The point of this is to find names, not to take something and turn it <laughs> yeah. into something else. He's like, it's like saying like, okay, we need you to find this rare ingredient. And he's like, yes, yeah, so I found part of that ingredient, but then I made it into something else. So it makes it good. Right. You're like, no, you have to find the rare ingredient. <laughs> uh, Dylan. I mean, that's like finding a completely different ingredient and saying that it's the same ingredient. I mean, like you could just, I mean, 
like what's the point of having a list of names when you could do that to like literally anybody's name yeah <laughs> like find some villain horror grady yeah sort of <laughs> yeah just give everyone a middle name that's halloween themed but i got i don't know i thought they were pretty the uh the tpc sawgrass one was definitely my favorite i don't know if that was in the clip or not but that those were the bad ones so let's look at some of the good ones now or what i thought were some of the good ones any 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 athletes from this generation buffalo bill buckner we go size 14 places the lotion in the basket or it gets the no but you, again. but you don't have any names. <laughs> but you don't have any pennywise hardaway from it the clown <laughs> pennywise hardaway okay the silence the... of the cd lamb Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, okay. There you go. I'm gonna end let's it there. I'm, I'm, Paulie says I should stop. I Call should. it. The others are bad. You the just others. peaked like Kevin Costner. He <laughs> <laughs> only had two ones that actually got a reaction. Uh, Eric. Well, the other thing that was interesting that he said later on in the show was that he really gets off on the reaction of the guys, and Seton he laughs, and sometimes he's laughing because something's funny and sometimes he's laughing because it was so bad and i think either way it fuels todd so i don't think he should be using that as a barometer of success because seaton will laugh. first of all he's a professional fake laugher mm -hmm. and second of all he um he laughs for different reasons but the laughs are all the same so he's laughing when it's horribly bad and he's also laughing when it's good which i mean ultimately it's good content i think um but uh but yeah i mean he using seaton's laughter as a barometer of success i don't know if that's the best bet for todd yeah i mean at a certain point i think seaton starts to feel bad for todd too so he's <laughs> yeah, like he's gonna true. like you said he's gonna fake laugh at a little bit i don't no accusations here but boogeyman Bo boogeyman is not his name it's it's boogie it's boogie cousin it's not boogeyman cousin so like that just doesn't work yeah eric i was just gonna say and then he went even a step further after he kind of fell on his face a little bit and then he sent alan new names for the guests on the marquee which was like and it was it was just bizarre like the, again it was the same kind of thing where it was like these guys names don't fit a halloween theme so let's just change their name almost completely, completely. and then and i was like no one knows who these people are like i was like all right well i guess i have to show it so weeks went over and shot it but i'm like I don't know who these people are. Like I had to look back at the rundown to see what the deal was. Just and just to show you what these or tell you guys what these names were in case you missed it. It was uh Matt Dyan, D-Y-I-N, like as in Matt Ryan, which uh, there's nothing, the only thing that's the same there is the Y and the N. Like it's not even close. Uh Mike Kilbon instead of Wilbon, maybe that one, because all he did had, was have to do to change the W to the K, maybe, maybe. Chris Howler. I thought Chris Howler was pretty good. Again, It's funny, but again, yeah. he just changed the guy's name. So, <laughs> And Grave Roberts for Dave Roberts, which was, again, he just completely changed the people's name. I think that's his new strategy. Uh, Dylan. Um, I looked up at the thing and I, all I saw was Chris Howler and I was like, oh, someone made a typo. And then I look up and I see <laughs> Matt Dyan is at 925. And I was like, it took me a second, even though he had just been on already. And I was like, who's Matt Dyan? It doesn't even like it. It doesn't sound like Matt Ryan at all. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever's going on up there in Todd's noggin. It's an interesting, an interesting okay. roadmap. If you can, if we could get some kind of reality show with Todd, uh, whatever he thinks on a daily basis and him we, as a we farmer. We need a, a neurosurgeon.
I think we have some kind of gold. I think we've struck gold somehow because the, <laughs> yeah, but guy the platform is... that it could play on though is not linear TV. It's probably not <laughs> even any of these sites that exist because it would be so all over the place. I don't think anyone would be able to put their brand on that. You think it'd be late night? It'd probably be like on Cinemax or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like 3 a.m. maybe. <laughs> um, Dan shared some news this week. He broke a little bit of news as we you, you guys alluded to a little bit earlier. Um, so this week, Nebraska versus Wisconsin football um, was canceled because there were some cases uh, within Wisconsin football. Their head coach, Paul Chris, uh, Graham Mertz, their starting quarterback, uh, came up with COVID after their game against Illinois last Friday. So Dan shared some news that uh, Nebraska had been actively seeking opponents to play this weekend. Um, and, that you know, that made some news across social media. It showed right away about 15 minutes after Dan reported that it came out that um, Nebraska had reached an agreement with the University of Tennessee Chattanooga to play this weekend. Uh, ultimately, the Big Ten turned it down. Um, but one thing that stood out from, to me from there was Dan kept uh, he was very adamant that he thought that Nebraska should have asked permission from the Big Ten, their conference, um, on whether or not they could play a game this weekend. Um, and that stood out to me. That reminded me, uh, I don't know if I've shared this on the podcast yet. This was something that we that happened behind the scenes a couple months ago. Uh, so Tyler did his uh, rap for Chat Row a couple months ago. Um, and Dan was very proud of it because uh, he felt that you know Tyler was coming out of his shell with something different that Tyler had done and ultimately brought some content to the show, right? Um, so I had gone together um, with Weeks, the Fire Weeks, our camera guy. And uh, Brendan, the French kid, Pike, at the time, he's been on the show. Um, he's not He's not working. He's not working in Milford. He's still with us. Uh, I had gotten together with them at the time, and they we were throwing around ideas. How about if I did a diss track towards Chat Row? So I did this diss track. Alan Guzzi's son, uh, Maddie, he does he does beats, and he makes a whole bunch of uh, rap rap kind of songs and stuff. So I got I went to their house, and I recorded this this for chat row and i sent it to dan because i thought oh this is great like i'm taking initiative i'm doing something different and as soon as i sent it to dan he was like nope we're not using this i don't understand why you didn't ask permission from me and he was i think he was kind of mad at me for a couple weeks um because i didn't ask permission eric i guess you can you talk to this a little bit um with how it comes down to when you want to do something do you ask Dan permission or what's the line where you ask him and what's the line where you wouldn't ask him permission for something? So first of all, I'll just say that Tyler's rap was great and your diss track was, it was just, it borderline on mine and uh, that's why it didn't go out. Um, mm -hmm. And I think you were trying to be funny, but it just, and, and also you didn't credit Todd there who really was the mastermind behind the meanness, which goes back to the previous conversation, but Todd, Todd did. I, he was my ghostwriter. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't mean towards chat row, just cause I know you kind of have a little bit of a, um, a little bit of a brewing brewing situation with them. <laughs> but, um, but, uh, but anyway, so in terms of asking Dan uh, for permission or, asking for forgiveness for lack of a better way to describe it. Um, when it comes to content on the show, you, I always ask personally, I always ask permission um, and not always through him, but I, I just feel like in terms of content, um, 
he wants to be involved. I mean, it's his name on the door. It's his name on the show. It's his legacy. It's, you know, it's everything about Dan. And so if I go and like, oh, that's funny and it's not, and someone misinterprets what I was trying to say, and all of a sudden it reflects poorly on Dan, you know, the headline won't be the big German did something that was offensive, right? It would be Dan Patrick show or Dan Patrick did this, right? So the yeah. PR potential is 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 uh, big for him, not for me. Mm-hmm. And um, so I would always ask permission. But in terms of like stuff around here, around in the back, or dealing with you know you guys in terms of managing employees or any of that stuff, if there are bigger picture things, I'll ask him. But in general, I think that's why he has me here because uh, he doesn't want to be involved in this level because he's he's very involved and not in terms of like a micromanagement level. Um, in any sort of negative way. I think Dan does a good job in trusting Paulie and the guys out there, but for any of the stuff that we're doing in the back, I always think go to him, ask permission, um, especially after seeing what happened to you when you didn't. Yeah, that, that was bad. I was, like I said, I was in the doghouse for a couple of weeks. Uh, I thought, like I said, I thought coming out of that, I was like, oh, it's going to be funny. It's kind of like lighthearted. Um, Tyler, how did you go about even, did you ask him permission about making your chat row uh, rap? Or how did that, what was, how did that come about? No, so he had overheard, so we had recorded just like a rough draft of it. And we were playing it one day after the show in the kitchen and he just happened to walk in and overheard it. So I think him just stumbling upon it rather than um, just going, just doing it. Obviously I was going to ask him for his permission before doing the final copy. And, but it was just an idea and we were all going along and jamming to it. And then he just, he came over and he just started cracking up and he was like, that's good. And then just walked away. Bill, I was just saying like you uh, getting in the doghouse for that was kind of perfect timing. Cause I think that was right after I woke up at 11 that day or like <laughs> maybe the next week or something. So <laughs> yeah, Eric, all that being said though. So Mario, um, we kind of relaunched our newsletter in the email and you work pretty autonomously on that, and it's got Dan's name all over it. So I'm curious, kind of a question to you. Mm-hmm. Do you have to reach out to Dan, or kind of what kind of autonomy do you have? Because that's content, and and at least for me, I always go to Dan on content. Yeah, no, I mean, the purpose of the newsletter, or what we've tried to do with it, is just do a recap of the show. So what I do, I've passed by you know, a, couple, a bunch of ideas. At this point, I've been doing it for about two months, um, and everything that I've ultimately put in there as far as little segments i've passed by dan and seaton seaton's had a really big hand in it um but for the most part i kind of do it throughout the day and i go with it and then i'll get a note like dan called me yesterday after the show and he said uh it looks great but let's start adding this let's try to put this in there so it's kind of like a back and forth feedback but ultimately it's a recap of the show So I'm really just taking his words and putting them on paper and kind of segmenting them off. Um, I've heard back from him, like I said, twice on why did you decide to do this or why did you decide to headline this? Um, But for the most part, I think he's been pretty confident in that I can handle it myself. All right. So pivoting back the other way, we talked a little bit about chat row on the the music video i'm gonna throw it to you now tyler uh so you can do chatter of the week yeah oh this one was a super tough decision everyone was on point this week man it was like a bunch of laughs we had a lot of fun but uh if john would be so kind in passing the baton to the homie ryan in honolulu he sealed the deal this week with his hilarious mock headlines call-in practically out cheesing todd 
<laughs> so huge hat tip to you, my man. I know you get up at like 4 a.m. to hang with us, which it always goes to show you how dedicated this community really is. Tyler, I have a question. Yeah. Can you, I'd love to see the chat row community grow. Uh, how can people sign up to be a member of chat row? It's funny you should ask. You go to danpatrick.com slash chat row and you could log in via Twitter or Facebook and join the fun. So if you're looking to get into chat row or you are looking to stay a part of chat row, those are your answers. Um, always use some more members on chat row. I know Tyler would love to have some more people to moderate and join that community. Um, so there you go. That's all we got this week for Eric, the big German, Dylan, the graphics guy, Tyler, moderator, Marvin, the prince. I am Ariel. We will see you next week or we will talk to you next week. Cause you can't see us. See you then.